Welcome to Ladies United Way Stand podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Bet on Brazil, and you can visit betonbrazil.com for all the latest odds and offers. Um, you'll realise why post match, why uh, I'm doing this little recording uh, pre match, but uh, we've got uh, only a handful of mags left to get rid of uh, from this issue, so uh, we're sort of. Uh, sort of hiding really we don't really want to go out because it looks a bit dark and it looks a bit gloomy and uh, so I'm stood here with uh, one of the United We Stand sellers so this is me and Stu Eddie so we thought uh, well he came up with the idea actually of saying should we do for once should we do a bit of a preview and uh, and see how it stacks up so uh, we thought we'd kill a bit of air time while we do it so um, how are you mate alright yeah looking forward to tonight <laughs> <laughs> I notice I notice everyone even even our boss even our boss has bailed out He's claiming he's got homework to do or something. Yeah, there's uh, there's lawyers involved. I, I can't I can't comment really. To be, to be honest with you. The thing is, the problem with this podcast is, is not only are we like several men down, and it's not going to be to the usual sort of you know you know we uh, we're also not only minus a couple of sellers, but uh, our friends from the animal kingdom aren't here either. I was just about to say, uh, with it being what time is it now? It's about half past five, and it's like said so it's dark and it's uh, it's could, not good. We could do with a bit of squirrel on squirrel action or something just to, I, I, just to liven it. Yeah, well, I think the magpies are either tucked up in bed or tucked up in magpie prison after <laughs> after Sunday's debacle. <laughs> do you know what? I did um, ahead of ahead of the obviously we got Liverpool at the weekend, but I um I did um, as you know often. Whenever they, I'll, I'll, I'll go over and do their podcast. So I did the Anfield rap last night. They're all good lads. So and, it's and you're always, here now. It's always good to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Right? So it goes over there, and I'm sat in up. You know the Radio City Tower in Liverpool. So yeah, I'm yeah. sat in at the top of that. So you have got a brilliant view of the waterfront and the Wirral and everything like that. I mean, a proper air, warm air conditioned studio, proper recording equipment. You know, properly professionally done. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, Sunday I was still in a car park in the freezing cold weather watching magpies shagging. <laughs> There's no comparison, is no. there? I'd rather have this any no. day. No, absolutely. And they, they, you know, I've no idea why we didn't win podcast of the year, and they did. Don't want to look at the fucking mares anyway. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> mad, uh, match tonight. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, obviously that's why we're here. It is. Yeah, <laughs> obviously we've uh, the, the the two what you class as the two biggest guns left in the tournament have avoided each other in the draw, so it is sort of set up. Southampton and Hull. Yeah, it is sort of set up for the United <laughs> Liverpool final. But uh, yeah, you'd think that United out of the two games have probably got the easier draw. Um, Liverpool's is a little bit more trappy, but you'd expect both to get through, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. Apart from obviously, yeah, they've just got their new manager. I forgot his name. He's Portuguese, isn't he? No, he knows Jose uh, first game in charge at weekend beats Swansea 2-0 so they're on a high I suppose uh, I get what you've just said but at the same time they're on a bit of hiding to nothing like they would have been anyway but you know whole bottom of the league absolutely nothing to play for nothing, expected to probably get beat tonight and you know they want to obviously take it to the second leg in two weeks and be within a shout of maybe causing an upset but um all, all, all things that you read points to points to a comfortable victory for United obviously we stood here an hour and a half before any team news but um, based on what Mourinho and Pog has been saying and what I've been reading today on Twitter we're going to win 5-1 I think <laughs> but it's, it's a fucking <clears throat> semi-final isn't it you know yeah, it's yeah. nothing to be sniffed and I, at. yeah and I get why Jose has come out and said what he said because again going back to his uh, certainly his first stint am I right in saying his first stint at Chelsea was he won the league cup hmm? First season, and Matt first obviously. Trophy. I think it was his first trophy. Yeah, yeah. So it, it sets you up nicely. <coughs> Even if we don't go out, don't go on and win to you, you the Europa or the FA Cup or the league. Obviously, this this year it sets you up nicely for next year in, in his second season. So it's something. Yeah, absolutely. Want to get to the final, and you know, if it's Liverpool, even even more so to win it. It's a tournament that's been sort of slaughtered. Um, for years and years and years but it's managed to stand the test of time hasn't it in just about and 
you know, various low-level sponsors obviously yeah. made some changes to the format. But there's no sponsor this year, is there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's had. You know, it's, you know, I, I find milk, that bizarre. Rumbelows, yeah. you know, yeah. they've all come and gone, haven't they? But um, but it, it's quite, it's kind of almost stood the test of time, I and mean, it's almost kind of found its own little niche in the calendar. Whereas it seems to be like the FA Cup's the one now getting sort of more pelters than the League Cup, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, you're right. And obviously, there's four, there's four just about Premier League sides left in it this year, which I think that's happened quite a lot quite often in the last three or four seasons where there's been at least two or three you know the top boys left in it towards the end we, um, we went through a, we went through a phase of getting to like something like three or four finals out of four years and yeah. a couple of semi-finals as well it's like you know United for for all the critique we've had about what we've supposedly done with, with cup competitions and you know I, we, United have in the, the recent sort of 10 or 12 years last 10 or 12 years have given the League Cup a fairly good shot haven't they? Yeah we should have probably won it more than what we have done as well uh, but it's, it's that, again it's a competition where back in September you think fucking hell you, you, know, you, you hope that you're in the Champions League for starters beginning of the season new players come in this, obviously this season new manager come in but you, you think oh god League Cup and everyone whoever you draw you think oh shit but before you know it it's Christmas and before you know it you're in the quarter or semi-final mm. so why not win it then uh, so that's where we are now we, you know, we're in the middle of January Get this wrapped up tonight. Take a, almost a second-string team potentially to Hull in two weeks' time, or certainly the, the fringe players, and then forget about it for five weeks until the end of January, uh, end of February. I think that's the tr- that's the tricky bit, though, isn't it? Let's say United do get something on the board tonight, and it's and it's a decent lead, because you've then got that quandary of: do you go there and risk it being undone? By sending half a team, or do you send your best team, get it, get it won, and then get out of there? You know, get your best players off the pitch in, in at half time or something. I think anything along the lines of three or four nil tonight, you can risk doing that. They're not, they're not going to score five without a reply, regardless who we play. We can we could play Fellaini in net in two weeks' time, and we'd still win probably. Um, so yeah, it all depends on tonight. So ask ask me again, come ten o'clock. Well, I will. <laughs> Tell you what I think about tonight though is um, probably. Uh, for me, this isn't so much about winning the semi-final or the first leg of a semi-final. It's about maintaining. You know, we've been screaming to have a bit of momentum for probably the last three or four seasons, yeah. and just when we've thought, you know what, we might be turning the corner here, yeah. it's come undone. This is probably the first six, seven, eight, nine, ten game run that we've been on, where there's real momentum building. It's building almost game by game. I think tonight is important for that as much as it is about getting to a final. Yeah, you're right. Totally agree. It's a, yeah, we've won eight on the bounce, haven't we? Uh, so tonight would be nine, or if you don't lose, obviously we don't want to draw. But if yeah, I mean that takes you into Sunday as well. So <clears throat> it's all good. And um, you know, over the, if if we if we win tonight, and then obviously carry that into on, into Sunday and win that before you know the, the league's looking rosier. And then you've got a, a couple of quite easier games to come because obviously when I was looking at the fixture list <clears throat> for January, you know, mid December, it looked quite tricky. But um, yeah, win tonight, take I mean take Liverpool you know three points it's never going to be easy again against Liverpool but he's going to have one eye I think on on Liverpool tonight he's got to regarding team selection um, well, Liverpool have got they've got a, they've got a day's less rest yeah. and they've also got the slap down at Southampton yeah. which puts us in a a bit of an advantage I think for the weekend yeah and we've had a bit of a, a, a dodgy run I think haven't we as well you know forget really weekend because he put he did put out a really weak <coughs> side rightly or wrongly to, to draw but to draw nil nil to Plymouth isn't a great result so again it's all about momentum like you said and I don't think they've this the scraping results I think at the moment haven't they over Christmas they got beat by Sunderland uh, so you're right we're certainly you know better form wise than, than what they are the two, the two lads I spoke to last night um 
there's a general acceptance that Liverpool are getting results but aren't playing anywhere near to the level they were doing and yeah. they also made reference as uh, in agreement to something I pointed out which was that you can just sense that the manager's starting to get a bit rattled which is something he hasn't shown too often so you get the sense that you know this this week's massive for Liverpool and United are going into it it's almost like role reversal from what happened sort of when we played them in October we were going into that game a bit rattled they were on the up it's the other way around now isn't it yeah is, is the honeymoon period finally over with Klopp I don't know uh, it, can't, it can't carry on forever can it um, and at the same you know what we just said about Mourinho this season get a trophy in the cabinet Klopp, Klopp will be thinking exactly the same if he can, if he can do that <laughs> and finish top four that's a successful season for his first season with with a squad that probably isn't completely is and he can go into the summer can he as well so it is a massive game uh, and yeah but we've got an extra day's rest uh, I've heard somewhere Coutinho's back in training or he was at weekend so he could be back in the squad potentially tomorrow well it's him they've missed yeah absolutely uh, and he would be the difference even if he isn't match fit which obviously he won't be if he, whether he plays or whether he makes a bench on Sunday he's the one which I suppose scares me more than anybody um, hopefully I fuck off to Spain in the summer <laughs> well yeah he's, well he's not going to hang around if Liverpool don't I think he's happy at Liverpool he ain't going to hang around a, if they're not going to start winning in, at the highest level is he it's, it's no simple, there's a, there was a rumour again I think it's only come out today about Barcelona yeah. fancying him that but, makes sense yeah, yeah he's, that, he's good enough um, right just to, I'll <coughs> walk, walk you through in terms of team tonight do you expect De Gea or Romero tonight uh, De Gea okay. absolutely okay. Yeah. and do you expect what do you expect the defence to look like? I think it'll be probably the same as what it was last week, unfortunately, which means Blinds at left back, which doesn't uh, fill me with confidence. Uh, yeah, you expect Rojo if he's fit. I've no idea. Okay. Rest Carrick or play Carrick? Um, I would. <laughs> I would rest him only if Schweinsteiger is going to start, because they're like for like. You start dicking around with putting Fellaini there or Herrera there or Pogba back there, and it and it and it spoils spoils the flow of the, of the team. Okay, so. Do you play Pogba? Yes. And is this the night for Wayne Rooney to break that record, or do you think Ibrahimovic will start and he'll be on the bench again? I think they could both play potentially, but obviously that that means Pogba doesn't play in his normal position because that's where Rooney likes to play. But I'm going to go with Rooney starting. I think. Uh, and again, I've read something he's played seven times against Hull and never lost. So that in itself could be a reason to put him in the starting eleven. You could probably pluck any United player out and say, you know, we've played Hull this many times. All you right. know, <laughs> <laughs> Jemba Jemba's probably never lost against Hull or something. In terms of, um, do you think United will go out this tonight with a let's go out, try and blow them off the pitch, get a good three lead, good three or four goal lead? And well, again, I'm going to be pissed off if they don't because all I've read on Twitter, <laughs> certainly I've read something from oh, it's definitely a, it's a quote from Pogba and Mourinho, and, they, and they've said we're going to we're going to they might as well have said we're going to go out and kick shit out of all tonight, and we're going to be falling up at half time. That's why I, that's why I've read it anyway. <laughs> well, so, that'll do, won't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's no reason. Yeah, hollow absolute. I won't swear yeah. shite aren't me let's be honest bottom of the league no confidence we're on a roll even if we don't play our full, you know what we what we consider to be our strongest starting 11 even if there's only 7 or 8 of us it's strongest 11 playing I would still expect us to win comfortably by you know 2 or 3 goals yeah uh, quick prediction um, I, I'm going to say what I said against Middlesbrough 5-1 yeah <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah, you did that, and then didn't show up, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah you couldn't have got that more. At least you got that one right. You'd yeah, got, you'd have got a point in the. It should have been five one. Yeah, it should have been absolutely. Yeah. How many, how many times could we, how many times have we said that this season? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Hall will get something tonight in terms of a goal, but I think I, I'll be disappointed if United don't be, don't take two goals at least as a lead to. Uh, to their place so um, just one quick one something that did happen um, since we last spoke FA Cup draw bit disappointing it was at home but do, do we have to talk about that well yeah because <laughs> I was we've got listeners who expect us to talk about this sort of stuff in the absence of magpies squirrels and everything else we're going to have to I actually, actually forgot about the draw last night a coach and the sevens team on a Monday night so I got I got in from that absolutely drenched about quarter past twenty past seven and, and my missus said we're going to home I went I looked at her I went what I actually said when, when I realised what she meant, I went, fuck off. <laughs> and then I knew, I, before I'd even looked at the texts and tweets, I knew that obviously... It was a home tie. The contingent, yeah, all, all our uh, contingency would be uh, very, very uh, not happy about that I saw particular the, uh, Some draw. of the funniest people on Twitter are Wigan fans. Everybody who's on Twitter and follows most of us lot will, uh, will know who we mean. But um, I saw one of them yesterday tweeted, we could be the first club ever to get 9,000 tickets and send 8,500 of them I think I think I joked with Ant the other day. Actually, we were talking about potential, um, you know, away games, and I said, obviously, like, allocation-wise, the one that springs to mind, apart from maybe Blackburn, is Wigan because you know you know you're going to yeah. get seven or eight thousand, and yeah. it was a bit ironic that we've got them, but but at Old Trafford. So I think thirty-seven pound was taken out, make out about quarter to eight last night. Wasn't yeah. it? Someone someone else also tweeted that uh, Wigan's record at Old Trafford is uh, played eight, one none, drawn none. Goals for one, goals against twenty-eight. So you'd expect United well, to get through that, wouldn't let's you? Let's just hope that continues in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. So yeah, but again, yeah, the FA Cup. You know, so we're complaining. We all want you know somewhere we've not been before and a, and a good day on the on the beer. But um, you know, that's the fourth round. And again, before you know it, you know, you're in, you're in February, March, and you're in the quarterfinals. So it's it creeps up on you. And so yeah, already you, you were thinking. I'm I'm studying now, thinking mid February we're in the fifth round because we should be against Wigan. Yeah. Totally agree. Right, mate, let's go and sell some mags and uh, we'll chat after the match. Okay, mate. United We Stand podcast is sponsored by Bet on Brazil. Yeah, listeners to this podcast can now get up to £60 matched when you open a new account. Just visit betonbrazil.com and enter the promo code United60. And once you've done that, your deposit will be matched up to the value of £60. It is post match after the League Cup semi-final where Manchester United have beat Hull City in the first leg by two goals to nil. Uh, pretty much like uh, pretty much like the whole the whole squad rotation thing, just like the game before and uh, there's just me and Stuart left. So Stuart's down to us. In fact we've done all the selling tonight. Yeah, we've done all right, yeah, haven't we? Put a proper shift in. Yeah, broke so records, haven't we? We have broke records, yeah, record for uh, rec- rec- history was made tonight. It was. Um I was just saying about the, uh, it was it was a bit of a weird. Normally, when you get like any kind of League Cup crowd or FA Cup crowd, regardless of what round it is, you do tend to get a sizable away turnout. It was <laughs> quite odd seeing pretty much two thousand. Yeah, is that what you'd put it at? Yeah, it's yeah. about a third of that top stand. Wasn't I it? mean, yeah, yeah, yeah two thirds of the upper of East, uh, the East stand was completely empty, and you could tell probably walking around the ground prior that. It just wasn't a great presence, was there? Did you uh, did you get mauled by any tigers? I definitely didn't get mauled by any tigers. I saw one grown man in his fifties carrying a tiger. <laughs> but to be fair, yeah, I was at top spot on, on some Busby Way, and I think I saw about five whole fans in total before the game, and two of them bought fanzines off me. Very good. The um, 
Do you remember? Do you ever remember the Mold by the Tiger song? We we played them a couple of seasons ago, and they actually they were doing that song yeah. with the chlorine. Well, accents. they did. They it's did one it. Of the worst things I've ever seen in a Didn't football Didn't they? Ground. Did they beat Arsenal? When did they beat Arsenal? Like Emirates? Was that this year? And doing the growls and everything, weren't they? It was. It was. It, it, I've read it somewhere, and it was. It was on YouTube. It's, it's, it, I think it was actually named the campus song in football. <laughs> and they're all there doing it, yeah, stroking each other. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bit. It's a bit bizarre. Yeah, they. Um, We're never going to do it tonight, though. To be well, fair. That, that, there's obviously a lot of bad feeling at, at Hull in it, and it's pretty much started since Bruce left, and obviously they're pissed off with the owners and the whole culture thing. There, they're protesting left, right, and centre. I know it's the only ad. Was it six and a half thousand at the FA Cup game in the weekend? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I know Swansea didn't exactly help that by taking about two hundred, <laughs> but uh, it's not a club in a good place at the minute, is it? Uh, as in Hull, that's not yeah. a good place, no. <laughs> well, was, well, well, not according to them, because did you hear what, what else they were fucking singing tonight? Uh, that well, they sang it twice, I think. That's all I did here. We know of, what we are. City, city of, of culture, culture, we know what we are. I mean, well, uh, that's when, when, when it takes something to top being mauled by the Tigers, uh, but I reckon that ran it close. But, but when that's the only song you're singing, and there's not one football-related song about one of your players, that's, yeah. that tells a lot big story really yeah that's one un- one unhappy camp that innit yeah not great and to be fair 2000 have travelled down here probably expecting a mauling um, but it's uh, <laughs> I certainly wasn't going to do it for them but it um, yeah it leaves it open doesn't it but have you edited my 5-1 prediction before the game by the way no oh no. shit no we'll just we'll, we'll leave, it, leave it in just before <laughs> leave it Andy might afterwards no we'll leave it in oh, okay. I can't remember what I said I think I said 3-1 two clear goals which is how it panned out so I can have oh, okay, yeah. half a mark <laughs> half a mark give you that one um, Reasonably strong side, wasn't it? It was a side that certainly apart had Sunday in mind, didn't it? Yeah, apart from left back, I just I despair <coughs> with Damien. I really do. I He's just, actually a decent defender, but he can't do the going forward bit for me. But did you see that? Was it about halfway through the first half? He took a throw in, or someone took a throw in, and Pogba like laid it back to him. And there wasn't a whole player within about seven or eight yards. I don't think he was under no pressure. <laughs> he just booted it out into an stand. You, see, you can watch it any Sunday morning. Yeah. Fucking after someone who's had 15 pints the night before. If he kicked it into the East End, it'd have took him about an hour to get yeah. the ball back from oh, there. Exactly. No, I despair when you know Luke Shaw. Please, please sort your head out. Please get fucking fit and just come back and you know it's your position or get Ever back. Like, you know, Ever is the obvious one for me. Get him back even for six months. Oh, don't you start on that shite. Yeah, I want him back. Yeah, left back. Ever. Yeah. As what? Be- as left stood back. there on the left back in his fucking panda suit doing. If, if he wants to. Yeah. Doing, <laughs> doing slow, sexy dances. Yeah, why not? Nah, he's not. Nah, not for me. Not for me. Yesterday, yesterday's man, that one. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I'd rather have a shit Damien than a great ever. That's controversial. That would need to end this podcast. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's had his day. It never, it never works second time round, does it? You know what I mean. Anyway, we'll um, to disagree. Yeah, we will do. We will do. Um, I thought it was a reasonably strong side. It was pretty much what we thought. No Ibrahimovic, no Carry, <laughs> no Schweinsteiger. <laughs> but again, I mean, that I was know. the bizarre. It's almost like he's. It's almost like the manager's trying to fuck with his head a bit, isn't it? I think he it's is like doing, yeah. A bit, of, bit of prick teasing. If you can't going. play against fucking the worst team in the Premiership who struggled to get a starting 11 out and I believe a full bench. I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I believe he only had six players on the bench tonight. What do you mean, don't quote you? You've just told the whole fucking listening podcast yeah, of if, thousands if it, of people. I've wrong, got no option not to but quote if it's wrong, it. don't come you back to me. You've just quoted yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, yeah, absolute fucking nailed on for someone like Schweinsteiger who came on at the weekend for what 15 minutes you knew Carrick wasn't going to play tonight really with Sunday in mind so the obvious I despair again I'm a bit tired talking about it because he's obviously going to go in the summer he's not going to play hardly any any time between now and May is he really he must have thought he was just shooing for a start tonight you'd think so yeah so why, why he's sort of played a rarer there hasn't he 
which okay he, he did okay to but you want him a bit further up the pitch don't you Herrera yeah. so it affected the old balance and it's I'm a bit I'm a bit actually concerned I'm getting a bit more concerned as the season go, goes on because okay we know Carrick's signed another year contract has he is mm. it is he next season I think he is isn't he yeah it'll be one of them rolling but, one yeah but jobs. again but even so I'm, I'm getting a bit concerned that when Carrick's not in the fucking 11 yeah. how unbalanced we are yeah. and that's exactly what happened tonight it just like it affects it, again it messes with every, everybody's heads he's still a player we can't replace isn't he it looks that way, yeah. And even Valencia tonight, who's played, let's be honest, he's played right back and right wing pretty much all season. Been bombing up and down that right touchline. And he's been probably more up front than he has in defence in most games yet tonight against the mighty Hull. He, he, was, he seemed to be pinned back. He, he wasn't as, as forward as, as what he has been in recent games, which, is, which was a bit strange. First half, there was <clears throat> nothing that you'd class as massively clear-cut in terms of chances from what I can remember. No. But there was a lot of opportunities. You yeah. know, Mkhitaryan certainly had what you class as three decent opportunities to test the goalie, didn't he? And he, yeah. he tested people six or seven rows back more than he did the keeper. Pretty much, and Herrera did as well. Yeah, I think from memory, we had about seven or eight shots, probably. I, yeah, you'd probably call them half chances, wouldn't you? Yeah. Again, a keeper, I went, I'm pretty sure we didn't warm his gloves. They were comfortable saves, like you said, and the rest were in, in, in case stand. So nothing of significance first half to, to talk about, really. The actual best chance came at all. The, the header that, I think it was a header that came back. He was offside, though, wasn't he? As well, it happens. Well, I'm not sure whether he, the offside, the header itself was offside or whether someone was offside in terms of dealing with the rebound. Oh, right, possibly. I'm not sure. I mean, he was right in front of me. I couldn't tell from yeah. what, but. Well, to be fair, De Gea looked completely beat as well. Oh, he was gone. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure whether he thought it was going out for a goal kick or what. But well, it was one of them where just everybody stops, including it. Yeah, uh, almost, and you know when that happens, it's almost like the, in their heads, it's a goal and it's gone in. Well, it could have come back off, and like you said, if it, if someone hadn't been offside, someone's got to tap him from two yards. It was exactly it was like someone had it pause and then it yeah. plays straight away. That's that's what yeah. happened. No, it was it was, a, it was a reminder of what can happen even against the shittest of sides. Really, do you reckon United got? Um, it was interesting because the crowd I thought rocked up here today, as did we, fully expecting United to turn them over quite handsomely, and it was almost like the crowd, even the United crowd, didn't get into it. there was a lot more chanting and singing in the second half almost from the off and it was almost like you got the sense that the crowd pulled the finger out in the second half and it was pretty obvious that the manager had a word didn't he totally agree yeah uh, I think the significance of realising that how poor really the first half was and who we're playing that we need to, to win this game you know it's how important it is to uh, you know we said it before uh, before the match didn't we about getting to the final and, and hopefully winning it as a, as a trophy um, regardless of what you think of the competition so I think you're right the crowd realised at half time we had to get behind them and the matter goal certainly uh, it, it was welcomed uh, although I, I thought that Hull were a better team after that for about 10 minutes I agree with that <laughs> just prior to the matter goal there was a couple of chances I mean Rashford suddenly who I thought had a real almost an anonymous first half sort of got a lot more into the game but the, the, big, the big chance where we all thought that Rooney's um, I mean it was a great ball I think it was from Pogba yeah uh, lashed it wide didn't he I mean that was a great shot and I mean he did everything right yeah, the the target didn't he but that was his moment wasn't it? it was I think the angle wasn't <clears> great but you'd still expect Rooney to at least again test the keeper and he's, he's, he's put it I'm guessing about a foot wide of the post but I thought the fact that he took it, he had a shot I think the Rooney of the last season and a half would have probably his first thing would have been to almost put his foot on it and see he was coming in he'd have passed it the fact that he was leathering it towards goal I think was a good sign but yeah no you're right um, Com- confidence is back maybe the, the shackles are off after, you know this Bobby Charlton thing hanging, hanging around his neck for the last god knows how many months so I think you're right I think it'd be good to see him you know it was a decent shot you know he struck it really well but obviously just past the far post yeah this Bobby Charlton thing where they've suddenly found two more goals that just to throw a bit more uh, <laughs> he started to make goals up like Pele <laughs> 
there's some records somewhere. Somebody told me tonight in the ground because we were chatting about that. They reckon that there was a guy. They, they had a fake Pele. He used to play in games <laughs> for Santos. Uh, he used to come on and score goals as Pele, but it wasn't him, and he counted them. Um, more cons- true. More conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, the matter goal. Um, I mean, if you're the defender and you're getting beaten in the air by Mkhitaryan, and then you know somebody who's of matter's height is first to a fairly. Well, I mean, it was a head of ball, ball, wasn't it? I mean, that was poor defending. It was, uh, but, but but a few balls slinged to the back post towards Mkhitaryan, to be fair. And I, I can't think what his name is. Their number five, he had a decent game actually. Mm. Him and Udderston, as you'd expect, they won most balls, and this one, yeah, it's I was a fucking unit. Udderston, yeah. <laughs> they're both is. big. They're both big centre halves, and, and Mkhitaryan's not particularly big, is he? He's only five ten, eleven, I think. Mm. But yeah, he won the header somehow, and uh, and then I think the, their keeper was claiming offside, but I've not seen it back. But Matt just had a tapping, didn't he? But at the back post, pretty much everybody when that went in where I was in the corner um, behind that goal where it went in I'm, I'm obviously that side as are you everybody turned to see what that linesman was yeah, going to yeah. do so there was a genuine genuine anticipation that someone was going to flag for that yeah definitely um, I think but he was level with it so he had a I would say it. so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, just a couple of things I mean the Rooney substitution really interested me I thought I mean shows how dull it that was that that ended up being the one thing that made me think a bit but obviously you know we all expected him to play in these two cup games obviously he's got this record which you know I know United want to help him on the way to that I was surprised he got took off because that to me suggests that he might have a bigger part to play on Sunday than maybe we've given him credit for it was a 60 minute substitution which is it's not. It wasn't a performance thing because at the time Rashford definitely was probably a weaker of the forwards. For me, it wasn't a performance thing. It looked like I need you for I need you in some capacity for the weekend. I think, yeah, I can't I can't think he'll, he'll start the game over over Slatten stood here right now. Mm. Um, so yeah, on the bench, maybe he's thinking, you know, of the, the romance of it all. Who knows? He could come on last twenty minutes, score against Liverpool, and break the and, and obviously you know, break the record once and for all. But he might not feature at all. It depends how the game's going, isn't it? You know, if we're winning three nil, mm. and he'll probably definitely come on. If we're drawing one each, yeah. he might come on. It all depends. But I, I'm pretty sure he won't start the game on Sunday. Mkhitaryan was clearly another substitution that you thought with Sunday in was mind. Sunday in mind. Yeah, definitely. And then the compulsory substitution of one matter. Yeah, continuing this record of uh, you know of unbroken unbroken games of being substituted every single time he's played. He, he was stood only about twenty yards in front of me at the Stratford End when the boy, just before the board went up, and I think he knew. And I actually shouted, "See you one." Well, it was interesting because Mourinho <laughs> was giving him proper grief to get his ass off the pitch. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. You see that? He, he clearly, yeah, that, that was that was good to see in a way because you know he definitely wanted a second goal um, to get the substitute substitutions on and obviously um, in the end we, although we've not seen it once again um, Fellaini is, is you know inspired substitution um, I didn't see the Fellaini goal um, I'd, no. uh, I'd come out we'd, we'd both gone out yeah, we'd yeah. both come out so yeah. obviously here we are commenting, <laughs> commenting know, yeah. on the match without any but um, <laughs> I've uh, I've seen it. I mean it went in just as I'd come out so <clears> I haven't seen the goal so I don't know what it was like but uh, someone showed me a quick video a replay of it in the ground All right, yeah. um, on the way out and uh, apparently he went over and was he went straight to the manager for uh, for hugs and cuddles, which suggests that he's quite grateful for the support he's had. I would think. Yeah, I can't wait to see that back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, when he was warming up, 
certainly be up a Stratford End were singing Fellaini's name. It's well, ironic now, uh, isn't it? Possibly, yeah, possibly. No one means it. Yeah, no. And obviously that's that can't do him any harm at all coming on and getting, you know, what could be quite a crucial goal, a second goal. Um, but yeah, fair play to the manager. He, he's, he's obviously tossed him on at the end and uh, he's done and tossed him off. <laughs> he's just kind of player, isn't he? He's, you know, he's, he's, he's physical, he's strong, he's bullish. Yeah. You know, he, he takes have, a lot of Mourinho Have boxes. we got any idea what the goal was like? No. No, okay. No. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll, leave, we'll leave that. We'll leave that to the... Uh, <laughs> Leave that to the uh, the panel, the panel on our on our, on our sister station, <laughs> whatever that looks like. What um, what you what were your sort of general thoughts then in terms of obviously two 0 no goal conceded. That should be enough, shouldn't it? It should. I was sat there thinking one 0 about you know the likes of Sky are going to going to be loving this because it sets up a second think, leg, doesn't I it? I think Hull would have been reasonably all right at one. Absolutely, yeah, they'd have fancied it, wouldn't they? And like I said, Sky and all the rest of it would have uh, would have loved it because the game was still obviously still alive. 2-0 it still is you never know but again we'd we'll probably we we'll probably go there and win what we should have done tonight you know we'll go away with six, 7,000 United fans and you know a lot of football to be, still play, to be played between now and then um, but yeah I'd expect us to still go up there and win, win by two goals mm. um, No real it's going to be hard this because um, man of the match there wasn't anyone who you'd think do you know what that was a stellar game of football and, no. and this person stood out who, um, who we're going to give our gong to Gong uh, or yeah, Dong? Yeah. I was going to say Pogba. Talking about gongs. Um, yeah, probably Pogba. I, game, I don't. Really. Th- yeah, some some decent passes. It's, it's time for him to take over fucking free kicks and let the Swede not take them now, isn't it? Yes, although I must admit, the 20 seconds before he took the free kick, he had that shot which I think flew over your your head into yeah. into the Stratford end, and I was saying, I don't want fucking Pogba to take what this. What is it? What is it? What is it about grown men who still get incredibly giddy when a football comes near them in the ground? I mean, we're talking like fighting over in the it, to touch it. Well, it was not far. It wasn't far behind yeah, yeah, me, which, yeah. which put some perspective on how bad a shot it, it was. was. It was, yeah. Um, for it to get to where I was, but uh, honestly, there was grown men almost falling over themselves, a couple of rows falling over themselves just to get a touch of a match ball it's bizarre don't get it no no me so we're giving it to Pogba then I wouldn't I disagree think with that. so yeah, yeah like I said it's it nice. but it was like he's, he's got the man in the match of the world with a six and a half seven out of ten performance hasn't it which puts yeah. that kind of game into the uh, and it was the it was that t- type of game it was a bitter game wasn't it but we, we made a lot of stupid fouls where it was <coughs> clear you know that the, the whole players were looking for it the referee had no option and it just broke the game just kept getting broken up so oh, I think the most disappointing thing was the first goal we didn't really crack on from there um, like I said Hull to be fair had a really good 10 to 15 minute spell they were keeping the ball not doing much with it but you know um, I, I thought we'd have really pressed on to get that second or third goal and obviously it didn't arrive till the 90th minute wherever yeah. it was should be it <coughs> Stu thanks for uh, thanks for coming on okay, I think mate. we've See done well to get half an hour out of that Definitely, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure the listeners will approve <laughs> they'll probably be sitting there saying get the fucking magpies back <laughs> Uh, cheers mate see you Sunday that's it from us tonight um, United have got you'd think one foot in the cup final go up to uh, Hull and do a professional job and that should be enough um, despite it not being a great performance but uh, we'll take that obviously uh, Matt has now turned to the league game at the weekend uh, not only have we got a massive game against uh, our biggest rivals in some people's eyes um, at the weekend against Liverpool, we've obviously got the uh, new edition of the mag out. Obviously, the uh, mag that we've had out for the last four games, massively uh, well-received issue for obvious reasons with the interview and the manager, and we've had good, good sales and great feedback across all four days that we've had the game out. Um, new mag out at the weekend. The lads will be selling 
um, probably from three hours before kickoff. So we'll be out around the ground as per usual. So all the usual good lads, uh, as well as Bloomy, will be out. Within the new mag, we've got uh, loads of good stuff. The second part of the manager's interview with Andy um, will be in there. Also, a couple of weeks back, a couple of issues back, we did the interview with the stadium manager, Carl. And uh, the second part of that will also be included. We've got Peter Hooten uh, to give us his views in uh, We'll Meet Again on uh, Liverpool. We've got some great stuff on gambling, which I probably should pay attention to myself. Um, and then all the usual articles and features from the regular contributors. It's a great issue. We're really delighted with the feedback that we're getting, not just on the mag, but also on the podcast as well. A lot of time, a lot of effort goes into it, and uh, we're delighted that uh, people continue to buy it. Um, also, to bear in mind, the mag is out on the Sunday. It'll be in the shops from the middle of the week after. Uh, if you want a printed sub, then uh, you order that by Thursday night, and that will include this issue. Uh, cheers to everyone who supported us in the recent months. Um, we work hard on it and we really appreciate not just the existing readers but all the new readers who are picking it up uh, and continuing to buy the fanzine as well. So great stuff. Um, that's the lot from us. We're going to head off home now. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll be back at the weekend. Until then, cheers.